you are listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the podcast where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story today comes from Brittany Meyer. Brittany is a comic in Chicago. Uh, they run a popular show called Strip Joker, where comics strip while they perform stand-up. Um, Brittany's story is about uh, their first encounter with a diva cup. Uh, and someone told them that you can fuck with a diva cup in, which is a blatant lie. Um, you know, wouldn't that be nice, though, to live in a world like that? Maybe not, you know, maybe not while I'm having a period, but I I like to think that my children are going to live in a world where they can fuck with their diva cup in. Um, hopefully science catches up uh, with the modern woman. Anyways, um... So this week, I sat down with Carly Ballerini. Carly is a co-producer of our live Ladylike show. And uh, Carly tells a story about um, she found a special little home remedy for the digestive issues that she'd been experiencing when she was younger. Um, And I don't know which self-help book she found this in, but uh, the main ingredient was her boyfriend's shit. And I'm not going to... I'm not gonna tell you uh, where she put the shit. I'm gonna let that be a little mystery. You're gonna find out. Um, the right answer to this riddle is still so very, very wrong. <laughs> I think you're gonna find out. Uh, so here's Carly Ballerini. Okay, so I guess we'll start from the beginning. I used to have a lot of stomach problems. <laughs> there are. I would like it was like bad I, for a little, a little while. You know, I would I couldn't digest it. I would like eat a carrot, poop a carrot, eat a carrot. There's a carrot. Like it was like insane. You would eat a corn. There's a corn. Like a Every magic well, trick. yeah, it was like a magic trick. I was like, ah, oh, here's what I can do. <laughs> Wait one hour and I'll <laughs> it'll that, be the same. That is a party trick. Yeah, <laughs> I eat a salad. It's a salad. Ooh. Just poop out the croutons on top. Um, so yeah, those just like. I wasn't digesting anything. I was, like, really malnourished. I was, like, this little... I was just, uh... Ugh. I looked like Gollum. I was, like, <laughs> not good. And I was, like, having a really rough time. And so I did all this stuff. And, like, my... Okay, so about me, I come from, like, a very Italian family. My nonna, when I was growing up, would make, like, home... Like, she would do, like, home remedies for everything. So you get sick, and, like, you just would never go to the doctor. She'd just, like, be like, chew on this stick. And you'd be like, I'm not going to chew on this stick. I need to go to the dentist or whatever. So um, so I just, like, come from that. So, like, every time I can, I'll, like, look up something on the internet, and I'll be like, oh, Reddit does this. So why wouldn't I try this? So anyway, I was trying all these things. I was, like, uh, I was taking all these, like, um like, uh, specialized, like, uh, like, S.S. Boulardi, it's like a, um, probiotic, I was taking all these probiotics, they weren't doing anything, because I wasn't digesting them, I'd take the probiotic and poop the probiotic, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nothing was doing it, um, so I, uh, I was reading on Reddit, and I found this, like, weird thing, actually it wasn't on Reddit, it was like, on one, I just got super deep into the deep, the depths of the internet, and I found this thing, and they were doing all these clinical trials because, okay, so horses. So, <laughs> so a long time Ooh, ago. I love it, I love it. <laughs> so, a long time ago, 
Um, or like, I think they still do it. Anyway, there's this old remedy that you do. um, If you have a sick horse, you take a turkey baster and you take, you take the, you take poop juice from the, a well horse, like a, like a good, like a horse that's doing fine. You take some of his poop and then you take the turkey baster and then you stick it in the other horse's butthole and then you you, you spray it in there and then that bacteria inoculates the other horse and it gets better i wonder if our i wonder if our listeners can tell where this might be (laughs) (laughs) okay okay, okay. i had to start telling this story on the podcast (laughs) i feel like i feel like i'm gonna be responsible for like so many like yeah. listener deaths. Oh god! <laughs> Do not try this at home. Um, so, <laughs> so, so I, good. So um, I was like, okay, uh huh. And then a very long time ago, and now they've done a lot of research with it. They have like little like pills that you can put in, um, and they like treats and stuff. But like a long time ago, like when I tried this, they were just starting research on it. And basically, what they were doing is like. It was so early in the research, they were, like, literally looking for, like, people who had good shit so that they could, like, <laughs> it's not, like, a thing for, like, we'll hire you if you have some good shit. And I was, like, man, I do not have good shit. And so then I was, like, what are they hiring them for? And I was, like, oh, we're going to take this, like, they would usually take, like, a little kid, like, kid shit, and then put it in, like, a sick guy. So they'd be, like, oh, this kid has the best shit. And then they'd put it inside of a sick guy. And they were trying, like, different ways. What if there's one guy, he's, like, not sick, but that's his fetish. <laughs> just, like, he's, he's, like, oh, man, my tummy hurts. <laughs> it's shit. the weirdest pedophile ever. <laughs> like, he doesn't even need to touch a kid. He just needs to know it's the kid's shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey. I, uh, yeah, I, we shouldn't kink shame. Yeah, no kink shaming. But uh, also leave kids alone. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the one okay. thing. You just that. always leave a kid alone. Anyway, but. <laughs> Unless you're paying him for shit. So, um, so then I reached at some point, like the deep, these deep recesses of the internet and this like very weird, so it's like an instruction manual on inoculate. So, okay. So it's like this instruction manual and the instruction manual is like any instruction manual. It's like you read it and you're like, that is fine. I could do that. No problem. (laughs) Like, you read it, it's, like, bullet pointed, and you're like, yeah, for sure. Except you're not, except you're not, like, realizing that it's with poop. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know it's with poop, in your mind, like, it's, like, it, there's, it's definitely, like, the, but, like, the language of it, it makes it sound like you're baking a weird cake. Do you know what I, I mean? Say, like, it sounds like a cookbook. It's, like, a cookbook. It's just so you're just, like, hell yeah. So... So, is it like baking a cake or is it like putting an Ikea chair together? It's like it's like it's like putting an Ikea chair together, but you don't realize it. They make it sound like you're baking a cake. Do you know what I mean? They make it sound like you're doing like a basic Betty Crocker like like uh like on the back of the box Betty recipe. Like and this. then and then you get there and you're just like, what are all these knobs? Um, <laughs> like you know on you know on uh the the one that I always think of is like on HGTV when whenever they paint like a stripe on a wall and you're like Anybody could paint a fucking stripe on a wall, but then you go to like paint the stripe on the wall and you're like, what the fuck? Like, who knows how to do the tape? Are you, are you kidding? It's insane to do. Um, and then there's like paint everywhere. So that's kind of what happened with me. I said it was shit. Okay. So in, in, so. <laughs> Except it was shit. <laughs> it was just shit. You said that really fast. <laughs> so, uh, so like the first thing that you have to do is you just like get a donor. And so I was like, 
but <laughs> I was dating this guy at the time. And he was just like this healthy. He was like the hottest. He was like had robust. Like, he was yeah. He had like just like abs all over the place, and he just and like when he you could tell that he had like good shits. He was like a healthy. You know what I mean? He was just like one of those oh, like yeah, healthy guys. Kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. You know that kind of guy where you're just like he probably has just like that is, clean. Once a day. Yeah, like once a day clean. Yeah, nine a.m. Fucking clean. No wipers. Like you just like yeah. You just like poop and like your asshole just takes care of it. It doesn't even. There's no poop left over. It's like just a chunk of a turd. So it's like okay, I'm gonna get this guy shit. Um, so seeing him. <laughs> And we weren't dating for that long, but it's like we were, we were definitely like had had sex and like we're having sleepovers, so it was there. So I was like, I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it. So I was nervous. You thought like you were gonna steal it. <laughs> no, I was definitely like it was a consensual. So I was I was planning for consensual shit sharing. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> So, like, you're dating someone, and it's this weird, like, time where you're getting super close, but then, like, you're just, like, can, I don't know how close we are, I don't know if I could do it, so, I was just, like, gearing up, and I was, like, oh, God, we're probably gonna break up, and, like, I went to, like, I just was, like, one day, I was, like, hey, man, can I have your shit and he was like so chit he was just like yeah for sure i have to shit right now like no problem <laughs> like, he's like yeah, wait for me to ask. yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah where should i put it you have a tupperware and i was like i was like, I was like amazing can you wait a day because i have to go get materials and he you was like for sure. shit. I had to, like, because I had to wait because I was also living with a roommate. <laughs> so you had to wait for her to, like, be gone because I wasn't going to tell her that I was going to be. Okay, so the process is you have to, I'm, like, talking to the microphone like it's, like, a person that hasn't heard. But the process is you have to, so you have to, um, so you have to take a turd and you have to put that you have to blend it with water with like distilled water and make like <clears throat> like <clears throat> a, like a, a soup a smoothie <laughs> <laughs> like, like a, a like a biscuit yeah, like, like a shit biscuit <laughs> yeah you can make a shit biscuit <laughs> what's well, cold so probably like a good spot yeah I guess <laughs> Honestly, that's, yes. So, I was like, okay, so I have to, like, obviously, I can't be like, hey, Rumi, um, I'm going to be blending a shit, a shit bisque in our kitchen, no props, you know? <laughs> that, that's the only unconsensual part of this whole process. So, I was like, wait a minute. So, I went to the store, and I got a blender, like, one of those, like, little bullets, and, um... And then I... They do not put that on the infomercial, actually. No, they do. <laughs> oh, wait, no. It wasn't... They do. It, I'm like, they do. It wasn't a bullet. It was actually just, like, a shitty, cheap blender. I remember because getting the... Okay, so... I went, 
roommate's out of town. Guy is holding his shit. Guy <laughs> takes, goes into the bathroom, into a Tupperware, a turd. And, like, I thought that I was going to be fine with it. Again, you don't realize that you're dealing with shit until you get the shit. Like, until someone hands you the steamy turd. You're not like, you're not like, this isn't going to be fine. And he handed it to me and I was like, this is not fine. I was like, oh, no. But then you have just a piece of shit that you have to, like, do a bunch of stuff with. So, like, I was like, oh, God. So I just, oh my god, it was so bad. So I'm like, so then I was just like, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> and then he had to take this shit and like transfer it into the blender. And just even just the shit just plopping into the blender is honestly the worst, the worst oh thing. And like, I'm fine with stuff, you know? Like, I like, I've, you know, done butchery, like... Everything is fine. But that is just her And it's like, I fuck that guy. It's just like the worst thing in the world. So, okay, put it in the blender. <laughs> then you have to measure out some water. Meanwhile, there's just a turd just like sitting there. And you're just like, okay, good. It feels like it's watching you because you can smell it the whole time. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then, so you put the thing in. You blend it up. And then you have to open the blender. And, like, put it in. So then, okay, so here's the here's how you inoculate. So you take a, an enema bag, and there's, like, a, yeah. So you take, like, an enema bag, and you hang it. You get, like, one of those ones that you can hang from the um, shower. And then it comes with, like, this little enema <gasps> tube. And so you have to. <laughs> so I had to go into the bathroom <laughs> with a blender of shit. And then, and then stick. You have to stick the tube in your butt like right away because it might leak, and you can't get someone else's shit anywhere it but your own butt. So like you, so, so like I had to stick the tube in my butt. So like there's like a tube in my ass, and then I have a shit, like a shit filled blender, pantsless, and then I'm just like pouring the shit like into the top of the enema bag really carefully. And then you have to like, and then so there's, then there's just like, so then you have to like go under it. So there's just shit coming into my butthole <laughs> while I'm washing out the blender in the bathtub. Do you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I mean, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just a lot of shit happening. It's entering me and I'm cleaning it out. Like, it's, like I'm, I'm like, whatever. So then you have to sit there. So, okay. I dis- I so then you have to you have to um so I washed out the blender with a bunch of bleach and it's just sitting in the tub. Okay. But then you have to get on the floor and and lay on your side as like your lover's turd is like entering your butthole for like a while. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and at this point it's not warm anymore. It's just like a cold like liquid gazpacho of of turd. <laughs> Sorry. Don't Oh well. Well, I'll, now he I'll, knows. We'll bleep that. We'll bleep. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and so he, so I, so he was there that night. Like he like stayed over. I don't know why what? I like Sweet. let him do that. I should have been like, thank you, get out of here. But it's like a very quick process. It's not like you can just be like. It's not like you. It's like once you have the turd, that's it. You have the turd, and you have to like do something with the turd. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
I guess you could put it in the freezer, maybe. No, I don't think that that would be fine. <laughs> I'm going to take a, <laughs> a shot in the dark. I've never done it. I don't think it's, like, fine. Um, just right next to okay, my... Well, I was just spitballing. Just right, right next to my roomie's pizza. <laughs> my roomie's deep dish, a homemade. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, uh, so then I was just, like, laying there. You get it in you, and then... Um, you have to retain it. So you poop out a little bit of it, and then you have to, like, keep some of it in your butthole. Like, you have to keep it in so that it inoculates. So, like, overnight. Because if you... If you don't have... At some point, you just don't have to poop anymore. So, like, you're just, like, it's inoculated. And then you just, like... I don't know. And then I just, like, went in, and I just laid down next to, to him, and I was like, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> I could have gone one of two ways. <laughs> I love you. I love you more I'm than more. yeah. <laughs> just I don't know. After doing all that stuff <laughs> with your turds, and like I still have to throw out the blender. Like probably this isn't gonna work out. You know what I mean? Like it's probably not gonna. Oh whatever. So anyway, but I think I did feel better. It worked. I think so a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. Like not enough. Definitely not enough. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay. So funny. Two out of five stars would not recommend. <laughs> At our live shows, um, our audience members write down their own gross stories, uh, and we read them anonymously on stage. So, so these are some of those stories <clears throat> for your listening pleasure. Random hookup in... NYC took out my dirty tampon and threw it on the floor. Next morning, I grabbed the tampon and held it to my side in a crowded elevator. I threw it out the cab window, LOL. <laughs> oh, you couldn't, like, find... It does seem like there was a lot of opportunities to throw the tampon. Yeah, away. like, you could have dropped it on any part of the street. You didn't have to, like, yeah, wait until you got in the yeah. cab. <laughs> I feel like fucking aimed at somebody. <laughs> this one, this one's so funny. I was home alone and sharded. A bit dripped onto the floor, and one of our dogs tried to eat it. <laughs> when I tried to stop him, I stepped in it. How much did you... Okay. I know. <laughs> a bit? Oh, Is that a bit? Yeah, I think shard might be uh, not the right word. <laughs> I diarrhea on the floor. <laughs> this is a file. I... You need to learn, like, respect yourself enough to say yeah. <laughs> diarrhea on the floor. <laughs> I ran into the shower, and the dog jumped in to try to lick it off my foot. <laughs> Dogs are pervs like that. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is this is a this one is kind of straight. Okay. I was riding a I was riding a bike I borrowed from a friend. I really needed to pee and just couldn't ride home fast enough. I peed while riding, and everybody called me Peabody for a long time after. <laughs> That's like kind of adorable. Though. I know, like you yeah Peabody. yeah. I would have been like piss your pants, girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like my Soggy my name. <laughs> yeah. I got blackout drunk at work and wouldn't stop dipping my hands and hair in the toilet even after I threw up. Why were you dipping your hands and hair in the toilet before you threw up? That's like a little fun game. Oh my god. Uh, The other day I got the spins real bad. And um, oh, should I not? But like I got the spins really bad and somebody was like, we were all in a hotel room because I was like on tour. 
and uh, somebody was like, I was like, I'm too high, you guys. And somebody was like, uh, Carly, how high are you? And then I guess I just got in the bathtub and started and started scooping the water into my mouth <laughs> from the faucet. And we're like, oh, it's free drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit is the worst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that spins. Spins. Okay, this is, this is from a, uh, this one's from a guy. Once, while having sex with a lady, in parentheses, she was on top. Good for you, fella. Um, I accidentally pulled out fast and shot jizz up into the air and it dropped back down into my own eye. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm always like, men always have these stories where they're like, oh, I accidentally got cum on my face. It's like, we eat that stuff all the time. Yeah, I know. Do you understand that? It's like, Mah. Yeah, what do yeah, you do? Yeah. Like, oh, did you get it on your face? Oh, no. Oh, no. I also, like, have no problem, like, with my own pussy stuff. Whatever comes out of my of my vagina, I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've gotten to a really zen place about it <laughs> <laughs> over the years. Yeah, you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, one time, uh, one time my friend was visiting from out of town. Uh, one time my oh, I'm so sorry. One time my Great, friend. Get a break and then I'll edit it. Okay. One time my friend was visiting from out of town, came to visit. We did shots. Oh, see, it's written funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna give it one more time. Wait, I have to sneeze. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. Bless you. Thank you. One time, my friend was visiting from out of town, and we did shots. Immediately after, she projectile vomited across the living room. As I was cleaning it up. I turned to see her making out with my other friend that saw the whole thing. (laughs) It's disgusting. Oh, no. Um, Okay. As a little girl, I had a teddy bear that I slept with. One day, I noticed a hole in his neck. I didn't understand where it came from. The hole kept getting bigger and bigger until the head fell off. Years later, I asked my brother about it. He told me his friend's... He told me his friends has, had used my teddy bear as their personal sex doll. No! <laughs> right in the neck, too. That's oh, my God. They fucked the bear in the neck and then let her snuggle with it? They were probably too young to come. Oh, thank you. I hope. Let's just, let's let's just, just say they yeah, were. Yeah, let's just say that they were. That's, that's, that's horrific. Also, I mean... I, I have a lot of questions about this. Like, were they all doing it together? Probably. Little boys are gross. Oh, God. They're disgusting. Little girls are gross, too. But, like, everybody, when you get to, like, an <laughs> age, the age where it's, like, experimental, you don't understand about shame yet or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just, like, rubbing your privates on fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> whatever, whatever there is. Okay. We had two. Okay. <clears throat> I puked straight into the sleeve of my coat <laughs> at a party last week and didn't notice I'd done it until the next day. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I assume when she was putting the coat back on, but uh, <laughs> that's kind of a smooth move, though. If you if you did yeah, that, that is where true. you were like, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, thank you so much for your hospitality. I have to leave. <laughs> thank you so much, Barbara. Um, no, but like where she like, Bleh. and then and then she's just like, who wants to? Hey, how's everybody doing? Let's dance. Like, where's the dip? You know, where's the dip? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna remember that. Um, okay, this. Okay, we got one more. 
My mom told me that one time she bathed in Nair, the chemical shaving stuff, to de-hair her downstairs for a date. Hello. And uh, and burn the shit out of her snatch. Yeah, for chemical sure. Chemical burns, in parentheses. Oh she later called into a radio show with that story for a gross story contest, and she won free tickets to Night at the Museum and took me and my sister. <laughs> I love that one so much. Oh, my God. Nair is, Nair is like, a, I was for sure developed by a man, and it is the most insane beauty product that has ever existed. It's like, excuse me, would you like to put this, it's basically like, what is it? It's like a, it's like a chemical burning. Yeah. You're, fucking skin and like i don't know about it because i like you know have alopecia but i'm sure that it's like very bad i've never i've never done it but i wouldn't fuck yeah i would fuck with it yeah i was looking up like um because i feel like i'm looking old now because i like well it doesn't matter i was looking up uh, facial peels and (laughs) for the listeners carly looks really old (laughs) (laughs) it's not good really off <laughs> I've been keeping my eyes shut <laughs> so as not to look at her grotesque old face <laughs> anyway I was looking at burning it off with peels <laughs> and it seems very painful they're yeah. like they're like oh don't worry about it you'll do the peel and then it'll just be like three weeks for everything to get back to normal oh my God. you'll just be peeling for three weeks I'm mm. like excuse me yeah. <laughs> it's insane I, yeah, I don't, uh, does, does Nair, does it even work that well? I thought it didn't even really work super well. I think it just well, gives so you, like, a fucking rash and melts yeah. the hair off of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, oh, God, it's like, <laughs> you wind yeah, up with, like, do you naturally oh. have hair on your body? Let's burn that shit right oh, off. We're gonna melt it. <laughs> Not burn it, we're just gonna melt that shit off. <laughs> it just turns, it just, uh, it just, like, burns all, like, a, like, a layer of your skin off or something, right? Yeah. Not only are you not perfect the way you are, but uh, you deserve to be in pain for yeah. this one. <laughs> this one's gonna hurt. <laughs> Good luck on your date, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Our live story today comes from Brittany Meyer, and this was recorded in November of 2018. Uh, and a little bit of the recording at the beginning gets cut off, uh, but what you're missing is Brittany talking about how they were treating themselves to this, like, gorgeous bed with all this fancy sheets and duvet covers and whatever. Here's Brittany Meyer. Which was the most expensive mattress I could afford to put on a credit card. And I, I went out and bought 1,200 thread count sheets with my 20% off Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. Bought Yankee fucking candles. I wanted to have like the best fucking like fuck bedroom. That's what I wanted. Because I knew I was entering like slut phase number three. So I needed to like, I need to seal the deal with my ceiling. That's what I really needed. So, so it was great. I, I really, really loved my bed. And I loved my new life with this bed. And I was like, just doing everything I ever wanted, and it was so good. And at this point, you're probably like super jealous of me. You're probably like, what a great life, really. And I would agree, except like, uh, I have noticed all heroes' tales, uh, they do have a downfall, which is because of their hubris. And uh, my hubris absolutely came from my diva cup. 
Do we have any users? Any clap it up? damn sure. I love my Diva Cup. I also was like super crunchy. I still haven't shaved my legs in seven years. I like, yes, I'm a hero, I know. And I love my Diva Cup. I've used it all the time. And the coolest thing about my Diva Cup is that somebody told me is that you can actually have sex with an ant. That is what someone told me. permission I needed. <laughs> I was like, cool, I'm doing this from now on. So the situation with this story was that I was uh, I was seeing a guy after like I was like the slut face was like super good and then like one of my main hookups, uh, he was wonderful. Like he was like smart and funny and like a feminist without talking about it. Like it was like so good and like awesome dick. Like he was like amazing. It was like the best sex I've ever had. It was so good and things were going super well. And it was about time to kind of be like, well, what's the next step here? And it was about time to have a sleepover. Like we were gonna finally like spend the night together and then wake up the next morning and hang out or something. And uh, it was Thanksgiving week, so we both had Thursday off and neither of us were leaving town, but all my roommates were gone. And my apartment, it's a beautiful loft apartment, it's gorgeous, it looks like Pinterest, it feels like an alley, it is like not <laughs> at all. My apartment is terrible and beautiful, I love it, it is very, very cold. It is. It doesn't get above 60 degrees in the winter. Worst case scenario, there has been ice forming in the toilet. It is very, very cold. But all my roommates were gone, so we could have very loud sex in a loft. So I was like, please come over. So we, we agreed that we were gonna do that and it was gonna be like, oh, let's feel out what the future of this is gonna be. This is gonna be so much fun. So we had this plan, we were dead on. Uh, the day before, Blackout Wednesday, this was, I guess Tuesday, this was Tuesday, uh, I realized that I started my period and I was nervous about this because I didn't want to tell him and risk the opportunity of him not coming over or of us not having sex. And uh, I know it's my body, it's my choice, and in theory, if this is all working, there shouldn't be a problem. Also, I really wanted to do this thing that I haven't been able to do since my last relationship at that point, which was morning sex. Any fans of morning sex? <laughs> I loved morning sex. It was so good because I loved waking up. You could be warm. You're still in bed. You get to have sex. You get to come. You get to eat breakfast. And then people might not even know you just had sex. It was the best thing. So I didn't want to risk not having this thing. So I was like, you know what? If my diva cup's doing its job, you won't even know. So blackout Wednesday comes. Uh, he comes over. We have a beautiful, passionate night of fucking in front of my space heater. And <laughs> it was great, and it was beautiful, and it was fun, and it was fine, and uh, we go to sleep afterwards. And I had, I had a moment where I considered, after us having sex, that I was like, you know what, maybe I should go to the bathroom and empty my diva cup and like come back to bed. But it was so cold. And I was like, you know what, it should be fine. And then we went to sleep. And what I didn't realize that was actually happening was, um, if you're not familiar with the Diva Cup, uh, the way it works is based on suction. 
So it is a silicone cup that holds one ounce of liquid. But if the suction remains, your vaginal cavity can actually hold a whole lot more liquid. As long as the suction remains. <laughs> So what I didn't realize was that at this point, uh, my diva cup has become a diva dam. <laughs> and it was about to have a full-on Mariah Carey diva breakdown. Like, <laughs> so the, the next morning comes and it starts off great. You know, we're snuggling, we're kissing, we're talking. It's all beautiful, it's so nice, it's good. And then, you know, we start having sex. He's on top of me, he's in me. It's all according to plan, we're doing great. And uh, he says something like super sexy. He's just like, you're so wet. Uh -oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love morning sex. <laughs> And I also like gave him a compliment back, you know, something like holiday apart appropriate. I'm just like so thankful for that dick. It's and then and then I realize that I'm not just morning sex wet. I'm I'm too wet. And in that moment. I realized what might have been happening, and all I could think about was, I just spent $800 on this. <laughs> I have 1,200 thread couch sheets underneath me. I have yellow throw blankets. Are they in danger? <laughs> I started getting very, very nervous, and he was like an intuitive, again, feminist dude, and he saw me kind of off, and he was just like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, can, uh, can I just check something? <laughs> uh, so he was very kind, he got up, and he leaned back, and his entire genitals, thighs, and stomach. <laughs> was covered in my blood. <laughs> and not only was I also covered in all those same places, but there was actually a one foot diameter pool of blood on my mattress, on my 1200 jet thread count sheets. And on top of that, there was so much blood between our bodies, all furiously fucking, that there was actually splatter marks on the <laughs> It was the crime scene of the moment that had just been killed. It was... And... Normal person maybe would have explained the situation and, and apologized, uh, but all I could think was, "Oh my God, I have to save my fucking bed!" And like a lady, I jumped out of bed. I grabbed the hydrogen peroxide on my bedside table, like we all have on our beds, and 
I immediately began just dumping it on my bed and ripping sheets off and just yelling, oh no, fuck, fuck, shit, no. Um, meanwhile, this very nice man that I liked a lot uh, stood in the corner <laughs> of my very cold, very drafty loft, covered in blood, <laughs> drying to his stomach, thighs, and genitals waiting for me to address him. <laughs> Which I did not do. <laughs> and by the time I was done ripping everything off my bed and pouring hydrogen peroxide and everything and damping and trying to get it okay, I finally looked over at him and he was dressed. Uh, he was ready to leave and it was again Thanksgiving now and we were trying to be cool about this. We didn't talk about it. Uh, we, I try to say, yeah, Friendsgiving, huh? <laughs> what are you bringing? And he was bringing pie. And then he said, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm doing laundry. And <laughs> then he left. And then I went to the laundromat. And it was at the laundromat that I just started thinking through. And I just was like, oh, at least I can save these things. And I can do this and that. And I was just going through all of this stuff in my head. And then it finally hit me several hours later that I didn't tell him anything. <laughs> like, I didn't tell him about my weird attachment to my bed or my sheets. Uh, I didn't tell him I, I had a diva cup. I, I didn't tell him I was even on my period. <laughs> so at this point, he might actually be thinking he fucked a surprise miscarriage on Thanksgiving morning. And is now currently with all of his friends. And he may or may not be talking about it, depending on how much of a feminist he is. <laughs> And I felt very overwhelmed uh, with guilt, and I felt so weird about it, and I was like, God, things were going so good. And I also realized immediately after that, because we used to sex like all day, every day, and that stopped then. And uh, I think like maybe like a week went by, and I, 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 finally, I, I finally sent him a text, and I was just like, hey, um, I just wanted to like explain everything. Uh, I was actually on my period, it was a diva cup, I just didn't empty it, it's like, I'm really, really sorry about that whole thing, and uh, he was very kind, he did write back, say like, huh, that's okay, <laughs> I'm not too squeamish, ha ha. <laughs> and I said, thank you, cool, and then I logged into Facebook and saw that that day was his birthday. <laughs> That is the last time we spoke after I wished him happy birthday. And and it's not it's not all that bad because I do I do think about how we have the anniversary of that coming up so soon. But I do have another tradition that did start that four years ago, which is on every single Black Friday I do buy myself new sheets. <laughs> been listening to the ladylike podcast i'm jenna gephardt and i've been here with carly ballerini you can find all of the stuff that you need to find at carlyballerini.com um i have a website now
and I figured it out how to do that. So. <laughs> Carly is a producer of our live show along with Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. If you want to catch one of our live shows, they happen every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. This podcast was produced by me. The theme song is by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow Ladylike on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Ladylike Chicago. And then make sure to uh, subscribe to this podcast and rate us uh, and tell your friends. And then we'll see you next week.